everybody, this is Dario Hunt, and we're back with episode 5 of the Fearless Show with my co-host, as always, Mr. Darius Walker. Say what up to everybody. What's up, everybody? It's your man, Darius Walker, the artist. Thank you for coming back to episode 5 of the Fearless Show. So you've been pretty busy, huh? Yeah, you know, I've been... You gotta be busy in New York. If you're not busy, you probably can't survive out here, so... You know, yeah. I've been... Grinding, trying to put stuff together. But, you know, you've been busy too, my man. You know? Yeah, man, always busy. You know, always, always busy. Um, I see from a couple of posts you've been out to a few art shows recently over the last, you know, a couple of weeks. Yeah, there's been a lot of great stuff, you know. New York's like an art hub, so I can't, you know, not go to some shows. There's so many shows, it's hard to make it to all of them, you know, but... Yeah, I did a couple posts about Leonardo Drew. He's a really awesome artist. Uh, he did these uh, black um, sculptural abstractions that were mostly on the wall, um, but they're really dope. So check out that post on the website. Uh, but yeah, I'm about to do a, uh, a reaction to Trent Doyle Hancock. He just had a solo exhibition uh, a couple of days ago, so I'm going to... Get that posted soon. And, uh, yeah, I've been going to a few things, you know. Yeah, I saw the one you did on Leonardo Drew. I think you also did it on um, Rasheed Johnson. You also yeah, did Rasheed Johnson. Yeah, that um, was cool. He had a guy playing the piano inside the, the cage at the end. This, like, big sculptural piece. And that was pretty crazy because... At first, I didn't know where the music was coming from. I just thought they had piano playing from speakers. And then you, like, look through, and you're like, oh, there's a guy playing in there. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. Yeah, what did you think about Leonardo Drews? Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting from the pictures that I saw. Um, some of those cultures you, you had posted were pretty massive. Yeah, nah, like, his work is it's it's pretty awesome, I think. You know, it's uh, it's like kind of found objects, recycled type work, but it's really, it seems a little bit chaotic, but it's really controlled and, and the structure is nice, like to see works from like very tiny pieces all the way up to like large chunks of, you know, wood and logs and stuff like that. Um, the way he uses like the square and like deviates from like, Looking like a painting, but it comes out of the wall. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah the I was way about to say the way space. the way some of them like just you know come out at you. That was pretty, looked pretty intense. Yeah, they just you just feel it coming off the wall. That it's pretty awesome. So I like that show a lot. And then the Rasheed Johnson one. Um, what was yeah. that one? Oh man, about? Rasheed Johnson. That show was crazy. I went to the opening at Hauser and Ward. And there were, like, hundreds of people. So this was, like, the season opener Thursday. Both of these shows were the same night. And uh, basically that's when, like, Chelsea, the arts district in New York, gets really just crowded, <laughs> to say the least. But, like, of, like, you know, from average regular Joe to, like, an art school kid. And then sometimes there's, like, famous people just downtown because they're all going to see, like, an artist that's showing. So you just run into people all brushing shoulders and, like, drinking free wine and stuff at these art shows. 
But yeah, Rasheed Johnson, back to Rasheed Johnson show. Like I was I was I was kind of impressed, but honestly, I don't know. He's good, but he doesn't like kill me with like glory. Like I love what he's doing, but at the same time I don't care about a lot of the stuff that he does either, so it was just like it wasn't enough. Like it was Without the piano, like when the space is dead without the playing, the the like the piece would cease to exist unless that pianist had been there. So without that experience, like the piece doesn't really like elevate as high. You know? Yeah, it looked like there's like a ton of open space throughout like the whole thing, like a lot of dead space kind of. Yeah, there's a lot of dead space. It's a different thing when you're at the opening and there's a lot of people like in the space to fill it so that like it it sort of sets up a a sort of landscape of of people looking around and but like when you're there by yourself in the space it seems really open and you know some of the subtleties of his work get a little bit lost but then at the same time i don't know like some of it's really awesome, though. Some of it is really genius. Like, I mean, I like how he had, like, these upside-down figures that were, like, made out of mirrors so you kind of look at yourself and think about it. But, like, a lot of people didn't get to that point of, like, oh, I'm looking at myself upside-down. Yeah. But it was just, you know, with these, like, sort of, like, urban, familiar materials, um, sort of, like, almost haphazardly assembled but actually really technically assembled it was it was a, a very interesting contrast going to the Rashid Johnson show and then the Leonardo Drew show so. yeah they were definitely um very different from each other from what I saw and read in your reaction yeah definitely oh man that's cool though man you've been busy seeing a lot of art shows and always getting out there is, is dope and I I never heard of those two artists uh before you did a reaction of them so yeah, yeah, they're they're making moves. <laughs> the art world's got a lot of big players, and like those guys are making noise. Definitely. Other than that, you've been uh, keeping up with any of the current uh, stuff going on, like sports or the culture and stuff like that. <clears throat> oh man, I don't know. Not not a whole lot. I I was you know like peeking in and out. You know like. I'm trying to think of the last sports thing that I was thinking about. Like, I don't Man, know. There's a lot of random stuff that I thought about. Like, Little Wayne did the uh, soundtrack for Skip Bayless's show, but that's old news, you know. But yeah, I thought that, I thought that was interesting. Speaking uh, of, I mean, Undisputed. I uh, I think that's a better show than First Take, honestly. Now, yeah, really, it's actually more interesting. <laughs> I think it's completely more interesting. I think Shannon Sharp uh, surprised me a lot. Uh, There's a lot of energy. A, a lot of his commentary surprised. is actually very like on point with a lot of things I say. So I, I've been watching that way more than First Take. Now I don't even watch First Take anymore. Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. That's interesting. But, um, but other than that, like... Man, you gotta get into these uh this World Series coming up. I haven't I haven't been so excited about these World Series probably ever in my life. Now that you know who's in it, yeah. <laughs> no, I you mean I've Chicago, heard you got rumors, Chicago but... Cubs versus the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, man. I mean, <laughs> I say <laughs> Cleveland. 
Cleveland Indians versus Chicago Cubs. Like, this That's is nice. the most exciting <laughs> I've probably been to watch a World Series ever. It's just like, you know, because Chicago hasn't been in a World Series in over 100 and some years. Um, right. oh, last time they were last time they were in a World Series, there was four, only 46 states. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> and the Indians, I'm not even sure if they have won a World Series before. Man, I, I, that's a good question. I'm, I'm gonna look that up in a second, but like the fact that these two are in it is is pretty these insane. Two are in the World Series. That's and it's also the fact that you know the Cavaliers just won their first NBA championship this season and yeah. uh, broke the curse of Cleveland in the last fifty years. So now you have the Indians right in there after. Yeah, that's crazy. They're like, oh, they broke our sports curse. Let's go. Like, ooh, if Cleveland pulls that again, yo, Cleveland's gonna be. Their their stock is gonna go up basically. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a little I'm a little conflicted. I don't know who I want to win. I kind of want to see Cleveland win just because to get them back to back would be super dope to see you know, for sports, especially for a city. Yeah. But at the same time, I really want Chicago to finally just get over this this curse they've had. <laughs> yeah, they've they've had a long run, kind of like. Uh... A lot of teams, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it, you know. So I just wikipedia and it is, uh, the, the Indians have won two World Series, but in 1920 and 1948. Oh, those don't even, okay, I'm not going to, okay, I won't say that. They don't they count. count. I'm not counting They don't count. 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 1920, 1948, that's, man. 1920, you can even like, drink alcohol. like, what, like four teams? <laughs> like in 1920? <laughs> Couldn't even like drink alcohol. Four teams, no alcohol. <laughs> oh. Second game. So oh. the second one. <laughs> so let me check this. Uh, the Cubs. And the name is the Indians. Like, they just got strikes one, two, and three right there. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can just tell they're a very, very old team. So, like, this is the first World Series I will probably watch from start to finish and ever in my life. Ever. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. Bro. I feel like, you know, it's like a historic moment. You kind of have to. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not quite as big as, like, watching Peyton Manning win his last Super Bowl, but it's definitely a big move. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he played terrible in that Super Bowl game, but he did get one. So I, he got I he got hate. the dub, man. He got the dub. I can't hate completely. So now Colorado has yeah. I'm from Colorado for people who didn't know. So whenever I talk about Colorado, it's because I like have to stunt about Colorado stuff because we don't really have a lot of like stuff to stunt about. Like <laughs> so, like we have Elway and Peyton Manning. They brought rings home, like. <laughs> And the, there it is. The Cubs have Tebow been to the World Series. <laughs> the Cubs have been to the World Series in seventy-one years. The Cubs have seventy-one years. They haven't even been in in one. What? Not even like twenty years ago. That's crazy. Come on, Cubs. Oh, they're here though. They're here. 
The last last time they were in there was 1945 when they lost to the Detroit Tigers. This is going to be a good game. Like, who's hungrier? <laughs> 108 years they haven't won over the series. So, like, this is a historic <laughs> moment, man. That's terrible. This is a this is a historic moment. They're already saying the prices for the tickets are the highest ever. Nice. So whoever you know has season tickets to them, the Cubs every year, I, I would probably sell those. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> right. <laughs> you definitely getting a a nice nice chunk of money for those right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Cleveland. So I definitely. Shout out to the Cubs. Definitely, definitely be watching those. You seen any uh any new movies recently? Ooh, new movies. Mm. I'm not sure. No, I don't think I've seen anything. I've seen some trailers, but I haven't seen any new movies. What about you? Oh, uh, I've caught up on some some older ones that I haven't seen. Um, I can't say there's any of that necessarily been worth. <laughs> talking about but I right. did I did do my little trailer roundup uh, my first one this yeah. past you know this past week there's some interesting ones coming out for sure um, Get Out by um, produced by Jordan Peele of Key and Peele did you see, oh, did you see that trailer oh my god yo when I first saw that trailer Doug I, I couldn't even believe I was like wait what's going on cause I didn't I didn't know he was the director at first like I just kind of like glanced when it was playing so I knew it was a commercial so I was like alright and then I looked over like wait what is this cause it, it was a commercial trailer is when I saw it the first uh-huh. time so when I came across it I was like I don't even know what's going on and, it, and I watched the whole thing and I was like yo that is amazing I was like that's that's crazy I can't wait to see that yeah my uh my job was just wide open just watching that. I was just like, I can't believe he actually just made this movie. It's- he, he, like, they made a movie. Like, it wasn't even, like, a skit. Like, that's a skit turned movie. Like, <laughs> 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 and it's amazing. Like, that's crazy. That could right. easily been on the show, Ken so, so for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, you need to go and check this out on YouTube. But the breakdown is, there's a guy and a girl, and... <laughs> They're an interracial couple, and uh, the guy's black, and he's going to meet the the girl's family for the first time in the South. I'm, I think, I believe it's in the South somewhere. Yeah, I'm not sure either. And um, but she, yeah, she didn't tell. She didn't tell him that he's the parents that he's black, he's and like, then oh, he goes down him. there, and some like some weird shit just starts to happen, basically. Uh, Black people there that are actually the few black people that are actually there are all like workers or yeah, basically workers that work for the family or work for other people around the neighborhood. And uh hey, I guess his friend calls him and tells him that all these black people going down there have just gone basically missing. And, and the guy's <laughs> like, I'm not concerned. And then before you know it, the trailer just takes like a whole left turn and then people yeah. are like you got black people being like hypnotized and like brainwashed into like into the servitude things and it's it, and it's crazy and then like turns into like a whole almost like a uh, thriller type of type of horror movie yeah and, like uh, it was crazy like at first it looked like like an Ashton Kusher style movie at the beginning like oh this is gonna be like a- yeah I thought it was gonna be like a little rom-com <laughs> or something and then like yeah. all of a sudden it comes into like this horror like 
Just like Psych- you, there's like some psychedelic down. like mind moments in there. Like it's it, it turned into like some Donnie Darko shit. Like. It turned <laughs> into some weird into some weird shit. Like it turned into definitely a weird a weird turn that I did not see coming, and I can't believe that he just made this movie. <laughs> I can't I, I can't wait to see it. So I'm definitely interested to see uh, where that goes, and you know the the response that that one will get. You didn't like Keanu? I mean, for one shot, you ever gonna watch that again? No, no. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was cool for you know a few months. Like you know how this moments, but it's like an episode of something. Like yeah, it was a, it was, was like definitely a lengthy. And I'm waiting for the finale. And I it was definitely a lengthy, yet. lengthy like, skit. <laughs> it was definitely a lengthy skit. That was bad um, skit-ish. Like it was a skit. Hopefully, I'm hoping that, yeah. Then, uh, then they did the, the trailer for Rogue One, the second one. Mm-hmm. A Star Wars tale. A Star Wars story, Rogue yeah. One. Yeah. Um, it finally showed, you know, pretty much the whole plot. Like, not the whole plot, but like the general plot of the movie. Yeah. And they showed some pretty interesting you know, details about it. And I, I would say I'm way more excited for this than I was for A Force Awakens. Really? A Force Awakens, I'm not a fan of, honestly. Like, <laughs> I've... Nice. No, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Either. Honestly, I was like... I liked I was it. I so over it. It was so much for the fans that it was, it was terrible. I liked it the first time. Um, f- just basically off of, off of nostalgia. It was uh, fun the first but time. But other than that, it was like, just like, amazing. this is one of the few Star movies that I did not like. feel like I needed to go back and watch right away. It was extremely cheesy after, after the first time. I mean, my problem with it was, it was literally just a retelling of Star Wars. Like, yeah, I was like, let's, let's, let's tell all the kids that didn't see the first ones. Basically. And here's your new characters playing blah, blah, blah. And like. Let's give Han Solo Oh, hey, look, here's the Millennium Falcon. Oh, hey, hey, here's Han Solo. Oh, hey, there's Chewie. And, like, it just didn't do a good enough job of actually, you know, evolving the story for me or, like, taking it somewhere interesting. Like, basically just had a Death Star number three, except it was a planet. (laughs) And they blew it up in a very similar fashion. It was just, no, it just did not, man. Basically, it was like it was like doing a reboot without necessarily rebooting everything. Like it was like a soft reboot, and I, I was hella pissed off it's about like, that. What if we reset and did the same movie, except that movie actually happened and they're all and made uh, billions? You're like, what do you mean? It's like, well, they're gonna do the same thing. It's just gonna be different. So this one <laughs> is not tied to you know any specific backstory that has to go off. It can create its own tale. So like, I'm pretty excited about that one. And I mean, other than that, there's like the typical Pirates of the Caribbean one. Can't believe they're yeah, can't believe they're still doing milking that series for all it's got. Uh, so Johnny Depp's in another Pirates of the Caribbean. He is. He's just basically cashing in at this cow. point. There's a Power Rangers. Mo- oh, yo, <laughs> that that surprising me. Like I, I had to watch it just because I remember one that remember that one Power Rangers movie. That one, like, there was a Power Rangers movie. It was actually kind of dope. 
there were two. Yeah, there were two. The ones with the, like, I don't know, they were out in like the forest and shit. Like, I think the first one was, if I recall correctly, the guy was, they were fighting the Ooze guy. What's his name? Ooze, yeah, yeah. Was that the first one? I think that was. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that one was pretty dope, actually. I'm pretty, look, Power Rangers never like my thing. I was always Mean Ninja Turtles 100%. Uh, I was always but, Power Rangers, but I was always like, just like the Red Ranger and the White Ranger. Like, or the Black Ranger. I'd be like, yo, these guys. But like, when Tommy came in, the red and the, or the white and the green, when yeah. he came in, the white and the green Ranger. Yeah. It was, it was like, oh, there's a renegade ranger? You can just have a ranger that's not in the crew that's, like, more badass. that has got a dragon that comes out. Well, they the haven't ocean. shown Tommy yet, like, oh, I'm go. sure, like, that's I'm my, sure that's he'll be in this one. It's, um, they did the whole darker, uh, more adult tone for the Yeah, reboot. they did a more adult reboot. Yeah, definitely more, more current. I mean, kind of, I don't know, because I feel like 80% of that crowd is going to be, like, older people going to see this for, like, their yeah. nostalgia right? than it is necessarily new kids, because I don't know how big, you know, Power Rangers is nowadays, but... I mean, I know that they, like, redid Power Rangers at least 12 times. Minimum. You know. There were at least 12 different Power Rangers. I feel like our generation's, you know, off. childhood stuff is... Is probably is getting the most reboots of any anything. Yeah, anything that was big for us when we were child has is getting that reboot treatment. Yeah, they just—it's too easy. Because like, oh, they know yeah, that we're that still going to see it, day? man. That, yeah, that was so great. Which Nobody is funny. Born in the nineties remembers that. Which That's is funny to me. Have you seen the new South Park? No, actually, you have to see this new season, man. It is. Um, <laughs> It's it's fucking brilliant. That's all I can say. Like, okay. it's it's definitely you know how they always have commentary on what's going on. Oh yeah, in today's South culture. And, South Park is like SNL, and they're like the king of you know the topical shit, and and they have just so much shit to say about <laughs> the shit that's going on that you have to fucking have to see, see this new season. I didn't have they, South Park. I'm, I'm gonna give you a taste. All right, they have a. <laughs> These called things called member berries that these people, you know, older people keep taking. Yeah. Um. They're like little berries that have little faces and they talk and shit and like they say like, <laughs> and they talk about remember all the good times and like all the blah 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 like remember Chewbacca remember Star Wars remember da 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 like it's basically like all this nostalgia shit like yeah. that's you know comforting these these people. Uh-huh. As the world is changing around them, and uh, and they do a they do a rip on uh, <laughs> on uh, JJ Abrams specifically. Since we're talking about Star Wars, they do a rip on on JJ Abrams and how he's kind of like the reboot king, because uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he rebooted Star Trek and he rebooted Star Star Wars, uh, like all these nostalgic yeah. shits and. And then, of course, you know, they talk on this Trump and and Hillary shit. And, uh, (laughs) and, uh, you know, Trump is Mr. Garrison with an orange spray tan talking about how he's going (laughs) to fuck everybody to death that is opposed to America. And, like, it's, it's, 
<laughs> I can't explain it fully, but like you have to see this new fucking season. Like it's fucking brilliant. I'm not gonna lie. I've I watched this last episode and I was just like, that's that's how the fuck I feel. Like it's it's hilarious. Those guys are geniuses. Yeah, I've been watching Atlanta. Um, I haven't watched. I don't know if I watched the last new episode, but I, I went back and watched. You know. I think the first four or five. Yeah. That yeah, show dope. The, yeah, I was like, I don't know what to expect. I'm, I'm going to check it out. You know, you watch it. You're like, what? This yeah, is, I had no idea. Because it was very like smart. But, you know, like. It was very vague. The hood, you're like, but it's not, it's not too corny that you don't want to watch it. But it's still really funny. You know? It's funny as fuck. And Donald Glover, a.k.a. Charles Goodman, is is a. Smart, creative motherfucker, y'all, like... Oh, yeah, he's too smart. Like, he got the opportunity to... To do what he wanted to do and... To do what he wanted, which was, like, put people... in, like, yeah, yeah, he was, like... Like, he broke that, like, stereotype of of a black cast acting the way they would act, you know, like, you know, like... Yeah, not everybody from the hood is a fucking, you know, thug running around or... Blah, blah, blah. Like he, you know, like he just gets it. Like yeah. he just fucking gets it, and it's funny. And he's just funny. Like it was just funny as shit. Like it's too funny. Like he's broke, and then he decides. He said, "What's the song? Pa- paper boy, paper boy, paper boy. Gotta get that paper boy." <laughs> that's like the number. And that's like the number one hit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, you're paper boy, right? <laughs> Yeah, and he was just hustling and stuff. That was classic. Like that's, but it was so regular. Like, that's what it was. Like I asked somebody from uh, Atlanta about the show, and they were like, "Oh yeah, it sounds like it's, it's from the. It, it just looks like the perspective of somebody from Stone Mountain." Yeah, and, was, and, and uh, that's where Donald Glover's from. It's like, from. Yeah, he's from Stone Mountain and in, in, in ATL. So like, it's. Basically, I, literally from his point of view, when he was out there, like he just thought about when he lived in Atlanta and, and wrote. I think it's one it. of the best shows that have come out this year, honestly. And uh, it's so real. Like, and, and being, you know, being I don't I don't know many shows produced fully produced by an African American. Um, yeah, I don't know. Especially not any of that. Just speak so real to like the culture and what's going on and you know the actual picture of things <coughs> because you know he doesn't have to be on fx it's on fx for people that don't know you don't have to you know apply to the same rules as if it was on like a major tv network like uh abc or something something like that he can just do what he wants to do yeah. they have shows like it's always sunny in philadelphia and stuff like that 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 push the limits of what you can do on cable all the time, so I think it's it's pretty dope what he can do on on this show. Right. And since we're speaking about Star Wars, he <laughs> did just get cast as Lando the young Lando Calrissian in the new Han Solo spinoff they're doing. Wait, who did? Donald Glover. Oh, he's AKA young Lando. He is young Lando. <laughs> <laughs> Childish Gambino right now. He's he's winning right now. I would say he's definitely 
winning. He did that. He did that. Uh, that uh, concert, that like campout concert uh-huh. in California, and I heard that shit was pretty epic. It was like just an album he made for that experience. Yeah, he's supposed to be dropping like a new album too soon, and he got the show. He just got the role for. Young Lando, which is huge. He didn't get the uh he didn't get his role for Peter Parker like he wanted, but he got I would say an equally massive franchise in Star Wars, probably bigger, definitely bigger than Spider Man, but more funding. So he's he's doing all right, man. (laughs) He's definitely doing all right. I I mean I didn't I wasn't too hyped about a young Holland solo movie, but now that he's in it, I'm I'm gonna definitely see it because I gotta support, you know, childish. Oh, yeah. I feel like they shouldn't do a young Han Solo movie. I feel like Han Solo, they've milked the fuck out of already, so. But yeah. that's neither here nor there. Yeah, we don't need a Han Solo. <coughs> no. You can just, there's so many more stories. There's so many more stories in Star Wars that you can tell, you know? Too many stories. Like, come on. Oh, uh, but other than that, I mean, there's one trailer I should. A documentary that I definitely want to be checking out. Um, it's called Harry Benson Shoot First. Hmm. You know who Harry Benson is? No. He is probably one of the greatest photographers of all time. Um, he's most famous for his work that he did with the Beatles. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he did pretty much all their iconic photographs that you can ever think of. And he's photographed... Every he's been a photographer for every president since Eisenhower. Oh yeah. And uh he's worked with so many other people like Michael Jackson, Muhammad Ali, you know, like just an immense amount of people and like he's getting his own, you know, documentary about his career and his life and like all the stuff and his work and stuff that he did and I'm definitely going to be checking that out because you know he, there's going to be some like some crazy stories that about these people that you've never heard of, right? Or you know, That's so tight. it's called Harry Benson Shoot First. For those of you that don't know Harry Benson, I guarantee you've seen his work. I guarantee you've seen his pictures. I had to. Yeah, for sure. I don't know his name right now. If you guys don't know who he is, you need to you need to Google him and, and bone up because he's probably one of the greatest photographers and one of the greatest photojournalists outside of you know just photography to to do it. So he's got a, a documentary coming out that should be super super dope. Nice, check that out. Can't wait for Doctor Strange too. <laughs> yeah, when does that come out? I don't know, but I'm waiting soon. Yeah. Yeah, it should be like what next month. November? Yeah, they, uh, I see they, they already got they already got reviews coming out, so I'm assuming it's coming out. You know, a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, I'm a I'm a watch every <laughs> every comic book movie that comes out for the most part. For the most part. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I mean DC kind of <laughs> iffy right yeah. now. Throwing some DC's kind of iffy. Throwing some shade at DC. I'm just kidding. I know though. Honestly They're, though, Watchmen the though. Well-deserved. Watchmen though, you can't hate Watchmen. But is Watchmen DC? No. Watchmen is DC. I mean, is it? What do you mean? The way, I, like Watchmen was Watchmen, bef- 
before DC bought it, but I know. <laughs> so their, their original material. <laughs> you mean? And the and the movie is not part of you know the DC cinematic universe that they're trying to build. It's not in the universe. No, that's actually yeah. ironic because I like look. Movie. I like DC movies when they're done. <laughs> like the the Dark Knight series, love yeah. those. Those yeah. are DC still. Love those. Um. The first original Superman's weren't bad. Superman Returns wasn't bad. Um, In comparison, was it Returns? No, Superman Returns was was god awful. That's not the one I'm thinking about. Yeah, it was Man of Steel Man that of started Steel off the DC. Was not bad. Was yeah. not, was not bad. Like was terrible, Superman Returns was off god awful. I mean, <coughs> remember Superman? <coughs> like, I saw it. It was almost. It could have been good, but they rushed it so hard that it was. Still, yeah. It was. It was garbage. They're like, why'd you, why'd you do that? They like forced them. They they forced Superman and Batman to. Okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> they forced yeah, spoilers. Them to, Listen, spoilers for anybody yeah, that has not seen it yet. Yeah. You're fucking lost. It's been out forever. For real though. Like they they forced them to like connect over their mothers like having the same name that was that was the yeah all right like, that was the like, <laughs> that's what stopped them from killing each other yeah for those that don't know what these Martha memes are about Batman was about to, they were killing blow to to soups and he mentioned Martha which happens to be both their mothers names. And he had a freak out. <laughs> and then they became friends after. It made no fucking sense. It does it sounds like it doesn't make any sense. And it and it's because it made no fucking sense. No, <laughs> I was like, okay, and that's that's why I don't like this movie. <laughs> Basically at that moment I was like, okay. But outside of that, it was going all right. Like I was watching, I'm like, man, it's not that bad. People are tripping. It's not that bad. No, like he was a I liked that Batman for a while. The Batman was, he was one of the most he was, brutal. He was, reali- beasting on he was the most brutal, realistic Batman. Comic yeah. book true Batman he we've was seen. Way more realistic than Christian Bale's character. Like, Superman was. <laughs> he could have had a better role and better thing that's in it. That's my thing. Is why is Superman always done so. Bad. I mean, for Superman me, I kind of, I kind of understand because it's a tough character, a guy like that, you know, fucking Boy Scout. It's hard to develop a good story for somebody like that. Yeah. Cause then when you do do it, okay, like for me, he killed in the first Superman, what Man of Steel, he killed. Right. And for me, I I love the direction because it showed. Why he didn't want to do it anymore. And you know it showed like. He had no other choice. It's like a realistic situation for a guy. Like that's not something that you. You just can't you know. Like you're fighting a guy who has the power of fucking God too. You know so. But when he did it. Fanboys everywhere just fucking like. (laughs) Went off. Their heads exploded. You know like. Superman doesn't kill. He doesn't kill. And I'm like yeah. But. Superman was created in the fucking, what, 1940s? Right. And he was created purely as propaganda in the first place. And it's just like, that's not an interesting character, you know? Yeah. That's just, for me, Superman's just not an interesting character. (laughs) Batman is so much more interesting to people because he's so conflicted and he has so much 
realistic and he lives in like the gray area and everything isn't just good versus evil like there's so much gray area that's yeah. realistic and relatable and but that, superman's just not he's not relatable he's not wonder woman wasn't bad um but you saw it no i mean in the movie Oh, okay. I was like, "Is out." <laughs> no, no, Lex Luthor was pretty shitty. Yeah, that was weird. Um, He's such I'm, a fucking yeah. But her movie shitty. actually looks good. I'll see her movie. It actually looks like. It looks like better than Captain America. Well, I can't. I can't say it because I thought Suicide Squad was gonna be good from the trailer. So <laughs> now you're holding back. Like. Yeah, who knows? Because Suicide Squad looked amazing from the trailers. It looked like the fun, lighthearted, you know, just pure fun. Well, movie the problem that DC is they put needed. out trailers with stuff that's not in the movie. <laughs> that's, True. That's there was a lot of scenes that were not in that movie. You're like, wait. And the way it was cut, like, it looked. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it was awkward. Most of the scenes, most of those scenes from the trailer were like in the first. 10% of that movie when they were just introducing the characters. Yeah. And then when they went, tried to go into the actual plot where I already did a, a whole reaction to it. If you guys haven't seen it, you should go check out my reaction to Suicide Squad. But when they got into the whole plot of it, it was just bullshit. It was, like, it was, it was, it was falling was, apart. The only was, thing they held that together was, was good actors wanting to make it they fully committed, but at the same time, like their whole plot was, let's take this group of people that we put together because they have powers I blame and that abilities that nobody else can do. I, I feel like, it and then we send them in with the squad of soldiers to go shoot things that that we didn't want to shoot because it doesn't work. So we'll let them shoot them, and then all of a sudden it fucking works. Like it's it was just so stupid to me. Like it was, it was weird. Yeah, I was like, oh, let's get these bad guys. They literally said. Don't bother shooting them. You know it doesn't work. And then a little fucking 90-pound girl with a bat comes in and takes out three dudes. And these trained Navy SEALs guys can't fucking kill one of them. And I'm just like, yo, yeah. this is... Because she's crazy? Like, yeah. Like, yeah <laughs> that, that's her superpowers being fucking crazy. And I was just like, you know what? I'm done. Like, I was so mad. I was so mad when I went to go see that movie. So I'm a little torn on DC movies. But comic books in general... If you guys haven't read my last opinion, they're not going anywhere. They are our new mythology. Did you read my uh my little op ed my op? No, not latest. Was it on uh No. Actually I didn't get the chance. You gotta check it out. You gotta check it out. Because I remember the designer thing. We had a little discussion about it in the last podcast. But I went a little more oh, yeah? in depth with it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Okay, I know you. Yeah, you probably went in and explained a little bit of why. I did expand. Nice. About why you know, instead of passing down the stories of of Olympus and Zeus and Hercules, kids, our next generation are getting passed down. You know, Batman, Spider Man, Superman. And right. these are like our new myths. Everybody knows their origin. It's it's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, anything else going on? 
Mm. Any current news you want to talk about? Man, I don't know. Not off the top of my head. I don't know. I mean, the only thing I was, I wanted to discuss is this new AT&T is buying, trying to buy and merge with Time Warner. I don't know if you saw oh, that. Oh, wow. Ooh. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> um, is it a full merger? like, Or is it like AT&T is over Time Warner? Who has more money? It'd be a full merger. AT&T. Okay. Definitely see. has more money. They're a communications, you know, giant. Yeah. And, Basically, AT&T is just a service provider. They provide the service of internet and, you know, wireless connectivity and all this other stuff. Anything dealing with communications. Mm-hmm. But now, they're trying to get into the content business with with Time Warner. Because Time Warner owns, like, HBO, TNT, uh, CNN, stuff like that. Uh, Time Warner is getting big. And um, there's a chance it goes through, and there's a high chance that it does not go through. It's like 50-50 right now. okay. Because, you know, they don't want people being able to, or they don't want AT&T being able to say, we own these things, so they're only exclusive to our service. So basically, if you have AT&T, then... Then you can get HBO. Ooh, they're gonna do a streaming war, a service war like they're doing with music. So they're 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 gonna do a title versus Apple Music on us with the cable companies. Don't be surprised if they try. Oh, that's jacked up. But that's one of the major concerns is you know being able to do stuff like that. Um, So they're not. It's not. Going through for sure, we'll find it'll probably be like a year before we know for sure, but yeah. Oh, I guess there is one thing that I, <laughs> I, I did notice today. So, Drake is turning 30, yeah, and he dropped four songs, and one of them's called Two Birds with One Stone. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, how how's he just gonna drop four songs the day before his birthday and then just be like, oh yeah, about that stuff you guys said about me? <laughs> yeah, I got I got a lot to talk about that in the music in the music files and our music files. Yeah, so everybody stay tuned. Check out music files when we go over you know all the all the music happenings. <laughs> So, uh, other than that, that's, I think that's good. That's a wrap for episode five of the Fearless Show. Um, if you like what we had, you know, like, share, subscribe. We got a lot of content coming. Um, content keeps coming out each and every week. So, if you haven't subscribed on Living Life Fearless, you know, we have a weekly newsletter of, like, all the stuff that we put together over the week. You should do that. We have a lot of stuff coming out, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We got a lot of stuff coming out on there, and I do a lot of my reactions um, in video now with you know some of our bigger, bigger uh, drops. So, and like I said, anywhere we are, 
please subscribe to our YouTube and on Living Life Fearless. And we have so much more dope, dope stuff coming on the way. So much more. <laughs> All right, y'all. Stay Living Life Fearless. Yep, keep Living Life Fearless. Peace.